Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company dedicated to helping people of all fitness levels move better, feel better, and live better with progressive functional strength and conditioning workouts. Rebecca and Kyle Conrad are combining their backgrounds in farming, fitness, and grocery industries to usher in a new era for a farm that's been in Rebecca's family for seven generations. The Conrads have been working hard to launch their website so soon Frederick area residents can get fresh local produce and free-range pasture-fed beef from Reef Snyder Farm. Now, if that name kind of sounds familiar, Rebecca's maiden name was Reef Snyder. And the two of us have worked side by side as personal trainers for years. So with Rebecca's background being in fitness and her having a degree and certification in nutrition, one of the things that Reef Snyder Farm is looking to do is partner with area personal trainers and gyms to help their clients get easier access to affordable, fresh, nutritious food from a farm that values health and wellness. Plus, their direct-to-consumer model will also give people a chance to see where their food is coming from, and have trust in the quality of the food that they're eating. In this episode, I chat with Rebecca and Kyle Conrad about Reef Snyder Farm and how they're putting their passions to work with a fresh approach to this farm that's been in the family for years. Before we jump in, though, I want to tell you all about something new that I've been doing for the past month here in Frederick. See, now that things are opening back up, I'm back to training people in person in Frederick, Maryland at a co-working space with a private gym attached called SL Studio. This place is amazing. I've been doing sessions here for a month now, and I would love for you to come and experience it for yourself. Right now, I have spaces open in my semi-private personal training sessions on Mondays, Wednesdays, and now Fridays too. These semi-private sessions are personal training sessions for small groups of up to four people at a time and are an absolute blast. Each person has their individualized workout right there on our app, and I'm right there with you the entire time during the session to make sure that your form is correct and that you are pushing yourself to the best of your ability. And before you start thinking, nah, that's not for me. That's just for young and fit people who love working out. Listen, these workouts are tailored to your fitness level even if you were just starting out. Plus, these groups are super encouraging and positive because everyone is there to better themselves. And our average clients are not ripped gym buffs. A lot of them don't even like working out, but they enjoy the groups and they enjoy the way they feel after working out. These are everyday people, most of them in their 40s, 50s, even 60s. But everyone is there because they want to move well, get stronger, and stay safe while staying active. So if you want to grab one of these spots in my semi-private training groups, please shoot me a message on social media using the handle at straightshottraining or send an email to johnny, that's J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com. Or just head to our website, straightshottraining.com, and contact me there. All right, let's hear all about Reef Snyder Farm now from Rebecca and Kyle Conrad. Cool. Thank you all so much for joining me. I'm really excited to hear about your all's new business and obviously learn more about it and let other people hear more about it. So if you all could just give me a very brief synopsis of what is Reef Snyder Farm. Well, Reef Snyder Farm is a seventh generation family farm. So my family's been here 
seems like forever, um, just been handed down generation to generation. Um, started out as a dairy farm, um, then my dad switched it over um, later in my life to a beef beef farm when milk prices made it almost impossible to make ends meet with this small of a farm. Um, and then we've always had a a garden, well, we considered it small. Everybody else would think it's very large, but that would basically supply our vegetables for the year as a family. Um, and then after I married Kyle and we moved in here, he had the vision of kind of expanding the produce end of things to bigger and reaching more customers and selling direct to consumer that way. So it's kind of morphed now into a beef as well as produce farm. It's awesome. And then Rebecca, you've been on the show before, but it's been a really, really long time since you've been on the show and we've gotten a lot of new listeners since then. So I wanted to kind of reintroduce you and introduce Kyle here. So let's reintroduce you. Let's give a, let's give like the, like the 30 second Rebecca's life story clip notes version uh, <laughs> of your background um, coming into this and, and your background in fitness. Well, um, yeah, the brief story I was in um, middle school diagnosed with several different uh, health issues, um, some of those being high blood pressure and um, practically diabetic, but pre-diabetic. Um, and the doctors gave me six months to get my blood sugar under control, or they said I would have to go on insulin. Um, and I was too stubborn for that. So in those six months, I did was able to get everything kind of under control, avoid taking medications. Um, and through that, I met with a dietitian, kind of learned the nutrition end of things. And I started working with a personal trainer and started playing basketball in order to increase my physical activity. And then my passion for that just kind of grew from there. So I would wound up going to college, majoring in exercise science and nutrition. Um, I got my personal training certification and my wellness coaching certification right after college and then worked as a personal trainer and a health and wellness coach ever since. Um, the farm's always wow. kind of been just in the background as part of my life because I lived here. But. Okay. Wow. That was, that was pretty, uh, pretty succinct, Rebecca, because there's a lot packed in there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So now, now Kyle, you are the other half of the, the Conrad farming duo here. So with your background being in the <laughs> grocery industry, uh, what are you currently doing in that line of work now as you're building up Reef Snyder Farm? So right now I'm in a role where I work as a cooking coach, um, mainly focusing on produce items. So, um, and I've been in produce for since 2014, I've been working around it and with it. Um, so, you know, I learned a lot about what, what produce is, you know, what different types of produce, vegetables, fruits, et cetera, as they are, what they're good for, you know, um, and uh, so now in the cooking coach role, I'm learning the best ways to prepare it. So, and, and not only the best way, but like different ways to prepare things, whether it's beets or greens, um, salads, you know, uh, uh, potatoes, onions, et cetera, and, and different techniques. So, um, okay. yeah, that's pretty much the role that I have now in the uh, supermarket that I'm in. Okay. And then what kind of, with your own farm now, what kind of produce are you all thinking that you're going to be specializing in coming out of, of Reef Snyder? I don't know that we'd, we're going to be specializing in anything. It's more of a variety okay. of just seasonal produce. Um, so we want to provide people with the ability to essentially come to our farm and get the produce that they would want. 
So it's not like we're just going to have potatoes or just have corn. We yeah. want to provide a variety of seasonal vegetables. So we won't be able to keep anything out of season, but okay, uh, offer that variety there. That's awesome. Now, any plans for like Kyle, you do you, and you really enjoy that cooking side of it now? Cause I know Rebecca that you've, you know, always brought in masterpieces back when we used to work together. Uh, so Kyle, are, are you like loving the cooking stuff enough too, that you all would want to like make this something where you're teaching people what to do with the vegetables you're selling them? Or have you guys really thought about that at all? Yeah, we have. And, 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 and we've heard different ideas from like different people that like one of the things that I could do is like integrate. And I don't know for sure how it would happen yet, but I'm sure we'll do it somehow on social media, maybe doing, um, once a week or something kind of things, or maybe a seasonal thing where I show or show new ideas on how to prepare something that's, you know, in season um, or, or just, just throw out new ideas or, or uh, new techniques possibly that people have never seen before with, you know, uh, new and different um, things, you know, so sauteing greens, um, you know, um, roasting some beets, roasting vegetables, new ideas of how to make potatoes with maybe some other vegetables and stuff that we have on the farm. So yeah, that's, that's, possibilities I are that. endless really. Yeah. yeah I, I mentioned that because a lot of times in, and you at the grocery store you work at, I mean, there is a huge variety of produce there and you all are going to be growing mm -hmm. a huge variety of produce. And I think for a lot of people, they just, they maybe want to eat better and they want to eat more vegetables, but they really have no clue what to even do with them. Like you hand someone, you know, chard or mustard greens or something, and how are they going to yeah. you know, make that a, a, pal a palatable yeah. dish for their kids? I think that'd be something with you all with your background. Uh, that might be really cool mm -hmm. to be able to, to show people with that, especially since you're going to have such a variety and there is so much good stuff that that comes out of the ground. I mean, most of the stuff we should be eating is should come from the ground. Uh, so that, that yeah. I think it'd be cool because you all with your background to have the educational component. Um, and then, so that's produce. What about uh, beef? So, are you know how how large scale is the beef production that you all are doing? Um, right now, my dad has the capacity. Well, my dad covers most of the beef logistics of things. Okay, um, but he has the capacity to uh, butcher about twenty five head a year right now. Okay, um, and we have uh, space to expand. So Got it. he. Um, we're, he's continuing to grow the herd. I mean, he started with five or six cows and a bull and has continued to multiply that from there. Uh, okay. so depending on how all this takes off and how much he can sell at a time, um, we have the land and the capacity to greatly expand the herd. Uh, okay. so we'll just, you know, see how things go. He was just selling halves and quarters and whole cows and things like that to people, but most people don't have the freezer capacity for that. So this that's, smaller, that's what I was wondering. Um, okay. So, so you could just so buy now, steaks or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now with the oh, online cool. store that we're starting up, you can buy a 10 pound box, which would be a combination of ground beef steaks and possibly some roasts, or you could buy individual items like porterhouse mm -hmm. steaks, T-bone steaks, stew cubes, ground beef, roast, brisket, um, whatever you would want. You can pick individually or you can go the 10 pound box route as well. Okay. That's awesome. 
And then as for, you know, how you're, you're raising the beef, I've been to your farm before you have a, a ton of land. So most of the day, the, these, this cattle is out in the field, you know, hanging out, eating grass. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so our beef is pasture fed beef. Um, so they are out on pasture the majority of their lifetime. Um, they do come in uh, for, to the barns for water, um, depending on the season, if it's winter time and there's not as much grass out in the pastures, they are fed hay and some different things in order to supplement seasonal growth of grass. Um, okay. But yeah, they spend the majority of their time out on pasture. Um, they give birth out on pasture. They, uh, they live their lives there. So you That's awesome. go out and check on them every now and again, make sure everybody's healthy and, you know, make sure they're all there and accounted for, but they kind of just do their own thing and live their life. That's awesome. So how important do you think it is? I mean, because you you grew up around this so much of so many of us who you know didn't have any farms to go to as kids or grew up on a farm. We have this disconnection of, of where our food comes from, um, it, produce or beef. So and obviously, Kyle, you know this from like the, the supply standpoint, too, from where you work at the grocery store. This food comes from somewhere. And it takes a lot of work to make this food grow or to raise this cattle. So how important do you think it is for people to know where their food's coming from? I think it's immensely important. Um, like you said, growing up on a farm, I was kind of, I get, well, blessed, definitely, but naive to other people's opinions or thoughts of food. <laughs> I mean, I, ever since I, could, I was little, I was out helping my grandmother picking green beans or pulling weeds or you know, hoeing potatoes. And I just, I knew where stuff came from and how it grows and all the work that's involved in the food that you eat. Whereas most people, once I like left for college and was eating cafeteria food, um, <laughs> a much greater appreciation for my farm life and my upbringing and just appreciating the work that's involved in producing food, but then also realizing how much better it tastes when it's local or grown. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, kind of staying on that, that same uh, train of thought with, you know, the food supply chain. So back in 2020 during the pandemic, um, Kyle, you, I mean, all of us saw, you know, what happened in grocery stores, Kyle, you were right there. So you saw the issues that we had with you know, s- supply and, uh, and shortages. So how do you think that this direct to consumer model is going to help people have, you know, better access to fresh produce year round? Well, so I mean, it's, it's a way for people to, get connected and also to see what you're doing, how you're raising their, their produce, how you're raising the meat that they're going to buy essentially, you know? Um, and especially like you said, in the supermarkets, a lot of times we would run out of stuff. And so we would have to quickly try to find different vendors and basically um, have faith that they were bringing us, you know, like really good stuff. We had to quickly find new ways to switch and, um, just basically, you know, look at credentials saying, yeah, it looks like these guys, you know, these are the ones that we're going to buy from and, you know, hope everything's going to be great. Yeah. Um, so, so when you, but when you do like a direct to consumer thing and they would come on the farm, they can see firsthand what we're plucking out of the ground for them, you know, what kind of greens that we're going to cut off. 
Um, they can see literally the cows roaming around and see how we run things, you know, so they can have faith really in what they're buying, you know, and know that it's, okay. it's 100% legit. Now, Rebecca, you have a pretty extensive nutrition background. You have a degree in nutrition. One of your degrees is in nutrition. And then you have your health coaching certification. Uh, and a lot of what you've done with your coaching is around nutrition. So uh, is there something uh, about local produce or in-season produce that inherently makes it healthier than the produce that somebody might buy year-round in a grocery store? Um, the biggest thing would be the, the vitamin and mineral content. Um, so produce that is ripened on the vine or in the ground or whatever has the opportunity to pack in more of those micronutrients um, as opposed to being picked when it's maybe sort of ripe or not really even ripe at all and then ripening in the shipping process. Um, so you're definitely getting more bang for your buck when it comes to those micronutrients. And then just eating locally and in season, your body needs a kind of a cycle of different things. It's not like we just <laughs> need X amount of everything at this amount of time. I mean, we, we can cycle it in. And so by eating things that are in season, you're giving your body that cycle of a variety of different things, different combinations of vitamins and minerals and nutrients and just helping with that the variety aspect of your diet so whereas you go to a grocery store and you can get everything all year round if you're eating more locally you'll have a better opportunity of getting that variety in there awesome and then then what about the beef uh, what makes you know pasture-raised beef healthier for you than maybe you know uh, factory farming grain-fed beef so one of the things is just the fat content. Um, so because our cows are pasture fed and they're not force fed grain, they're not packing on the fat nearly as quickly um, or in short of, as short of amount of time as those, uh, those other cows are. So like with our, um, our ground beef, uh, if we run out and I happen to have to go to the grocery store and get some ground beef and brown it up, I'm always amazed at how much fat runoff there is on <laughs> store-bought ground yeah. beef as opposed to our ground beef. Of course, you I mean, there there is fat and there is marbling in the meat so that it isn't like, like eating cardboard. I mean, you yeah. have flavor oh, yeah. and you so have tenderness to the meat, um, but it's not as to the extent as some of those mass-produced large farm operations. Um, Got it. And then we also don't use hormones or um, anything like that. So you don't have to worry about any kind of growth hormones or okay. anything else in your meat as well. Uh, and so now looking forward, now that you all have uh, you know, product that you're able to get out and sell to people, how are people like able to purchase it right now? And how are they going to be able to, be, to purchase it in the future? Yeah, so our big push is for the online store that can be direct to consumer. Um, so we're looking at about, um, well, when this podcast is recorded a week out um, to being able to launch um, that site live. Um, so we won't have a website just yet, um, but this online store will be a link that we'll be posting to our Facebook and Instagram pages and putting out on, through our email list um, to people that could then click on the link, get into the online store, and then purchase their items directly. Um, we have specific pickup times where people can then come and pick up their produce um, or end beef um, and go on from there. 
Um, until that is up and running right now, we're just kind of working off of a Facebook and Instagram messaging system of message okay. me what you want and we'll set up a time to pick it up. Um, but <laughs> so it's like a, it's like a, beef, that, it's like a beef and produce drug deal at this point now. You're just like, you're meeting people in parking lots. <laughs> and so, pretty and much. Now, so in the future, are you going to have like, uh, like drop off locations, like meetups or anything like that where people can meet at a central location? Yeah, so that is definitely the goal. Um, I know we've talked to you about partnering with you and your gym um, to be able to drop off your members' orders, and then when they come to the gym, they can pick up their order. Um, That was a route that we're hoping to go. Um, If we can find a central location in Frederick or Westminster or somewhere that we would be allowed to set up shop for an hour or two, um, to give people a little bit less of a distance to travel. That's definitely um, in the back of our minds and in our works. Um, just right now, logistically, with both of us working full-time jobs on top of being farmers, trying to find <laughs> time to have that drop-off site is work is a challenge. But Absolutely. Um, that is definitely the goal. I mean, even long-term thinking about having a delivery service, um, but again, that's very long-term and if everything yeah. takes off and goes well. <laughs> yes. Now, what kinds of, of challenges have you all faced? Obviously right now, probably the biggest challenge is the scheduling. You all working as much as you do. I'm laughing because you say you're like, you have full-time jobs on top of being a farmer. Anyone who knows anything about farming knows that being a farmer is like six part is like six full-time jobs. So, so I know you all are working a ton, but has there been any other challenges that you all have faced in getting this in and all of this started? Well, I know for me, learning the farm life in general, I mean, (laughs) so she grew up on the farm. I didn't grow up on the farm. So it's learning just the whole go outside and get stuff done and figure it out and just, you know, sweat and toil away and just, and just do things. So for me, it's just literally having the farmer mindset to keep going, you know, and, um, uh, she's been a great help for me. Um, her, her dad has also been like an awesome and big help for me just to learn kind of the secrets of things, learn techniques. So, so that, so that really, for me, is just that the uh, farmer mindset, literally like get done with your full-time job and then realize your day's not over yet. You know, there's, there's still more to do. And, and there's been some ups and downs with that. Cause I'm just not used to it, but I'm getting used to it. And, and really the other side of the coin, though, because my mindset's not a farmer mindset, it's caused me to kind of be more like, how can I think outside the box with this? Like, what kind of innovation can I come up with to avoid having to do some things, you know, to save time, you know, and to, <laughs> to be more effective? So I failed at more ideas than I've succeeded at, but still, you know, it's, <laughs> it's always good to think outside the box. No, I, th- I think it's awesome. So then what do you yeah. all hope to now, you know, we, we've talked through a, li- a lot about, you know, what you're trying to do, um, you know, with getting this produce to people and getting the beef to people and having this good relationship with where their food's coming from, but kind of big picture, what do you all hope to accomplish with Reef Snyder Farm going forward? Um, I mean, for me, big picture is I'd love to be for us to be full-time farmers, mm-hmm. I mean, to make it work and that we can work together and not work two full-time jobs and try to be farmers or that we can just be farmers. Um, I realized that making a small family farm profitable for a family is very, very challenging. Um, but 
uh, that would be the ultimate goal. Um, okay. But getting healthy produce to people in a convenient manner, I think, is overarching all of that. Absolutely. And, and it's really the same thing for me, too, um, doing it full time for sure. Um, cause, cause if we could do it full time, it, it would just open so many more doors where we could make things more, uh, make things more efficient, you know, for people, you know, who would want to buy our produce. But also though, I mean, another dream of mine is to have a place where people can feel free to come to, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? And, and pull up the driveway and be like, yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to reset a farm and I'm going to check the animals out and check out, you know, all the uh, produce. Cause I would like to expand, you know what I mean? all the produce that we're growing um, and with more time we can do that. So yeah, just, just something where literally people can just come to and be happy to come to and check things out and, you know, you know, talk with us and hang out, you know, and make, make new friends and whatnot while we're yeah. doing this. I think it's awesome. Cause it is really, I mean, get, getting people reconnected with where their food's coming from, not literally, not like literally the ground, but also the farmers, because I mean, you all really are putting in a ton of work for this. And I think it helps people realize that when they, when they do go to the grocery store or when they are buying produce from anyone and they look at the price of that compared to, you know, the price of a McDonald's hamburger, but understanding like the nutritional value and the sustainability and who this is helping and who you're supporting and, and and this being part of your building your community by eating local food, um, I think is would be great for people to learn. And I think, you know, actually going out there and, and seeing you all would be helpful. Um, so where are you all located if people wanted to ever come out and, and you know, talk to you about doing a tour or something? We're in Kemar, Maryland, which is a little town with two stop signs. Um, <laughs> we're uh, in the middle between Frederick and Westminster. So about a half hour away from both. Um, if people are familiar even more with Maryland, we're between Walkersville and Tawnytown. Um, okay. It's kind of a better, more local way of putting it. Um, but yeah, if you're thinking about large areas like Frederick or Westminster, we're a half hour from anywhere. Um, okay. Which is really not that far, you know, half hour no. out of the way for, for people. Uh, and then how can people yeah. find you online? Do you have a, a your, is your, do you have like a base website right now that will eventually have the rest launched onto it? Uh, we don't have any website right now, but we do have an Instagram and a Facebook page. Got it. Um, so our Instagram is at Reef Snyder Farm. Um, and then our Facebook page is Reef Snyder Farm Beef and Produce. And that's R-E-I-F-S-N-I-D-E-R, Reef Snyder. Yes. Uh, on those. But I'll put I'll put some links up too whenever we uh, whenever we put the, the show mm -hmm. promos out. But Cool. Awesome. Thank you all so much for taking the time. Uh, I, I know you have very little free time, so I really appreciate that you all dedicate some time to talk to me and everyone listening here today. But uh, again, I just wish you all as much success as you can possibly handle uh, with this because it's just, I think it's awesome. And I, I'm excited to be a, a, a you know somewhat of a, a support system with you all going forward with this. Thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends. It doesn't just help me when you do that. It also really helps my guests to get their name out there when you share our episodes. If you would like to train with Straight Shot in a facility like the one here in Frederick or in Mount Holly, North Carolina, or maybe you want to train with us remotely through our app, 
and with virtual sessions. If you are ready to take that next step in improving your health, head over to straightshottraining.com and click on Request a Coach to get started today. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week, everybody. 